This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Weekend and another smoking hot edition of the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every Friday right here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. We enter week 18 with a lot of wild scenarios considering the scary situation that ensued on Monday Night Football, Mike. But we're going to break down uh, all that we know at this point and the very latest. I just want to let everybody know as we record the show, uh, they still have... Not had this meeting amongst all the owners yet, but I think we have a pretty clear picture about the different scenarios and uh, what could happen come next weekend for the first round of the playoffs, considering the league has officially decided they will not resume and will not complete the Monday night game from earlier this week between the Bills and the Bengals. So we'll try to work through all those scenarios for everybody and bring everybody up to speed. But we got a lot of craziness going into Week 18, my friend. Yeah, it's good to talk to you, Carmen. Our buddy Eric Ostrowski with us today. Last week, of course, you were 1-1. One one. I was 1-4 because I went 0-3 in bowl games. They all came down to the last buzzer mm. as uh, Illinois uh, didn't get it done. Uh, you know, Mississippi State uh, showed up for their coach. Uh, talk about kids that had to overcome something when we're talking yeah. about the situation in Buffalo. They had to, to play with their mentor, their head coach, their father figure gone. Of course, they had some time to recover, but they're still kids. Uh, I think that, uh, you know what, whatever happened, I think that Goodell once again has flubbed this up as far as I'm concerned. It, I'm glad the kid's okay. Uh, definitely glad he's okay. Uh, You know, I was worried, uh, but after the second or third day, I just started following on Twitter uh, because, you know, everybody was covering the car, but there was no new news. I think the failure here is the fact that there's a lot of unanswered questions, like you said. Like, number one, Buffalo is going to reap the benefits more than anybody else because of the situation, folks. I mean, when Kansas City could have home field at Arrowhead, right? they're talking about a neutral site here. And I heard a writer today named Ira Kaufman from Tampa say nobody has given him an answer on why they can't play a standalone in Week 19. Nobody. And why they've decided to do a neutral site. Now, in my opinion, they're all outdoor teams that are going to be affected. So yes. I, I, do you really take Buffalo playing Kansas City when Kansas City could have played at Arrowhead. And regardless of what happened, Buffalo didn't want to play their game, but yet Kansas City might pay the price here and lose their home field advantage. Is playing indoors the right thing to do when these are two outdoor teams? It, I tell you, it makes Why don't it, they it, look at other uh, other uh, outdoor venues? And maybe they will. I, well, they're, they're probably not going to put it in a cold venue. Let's Why face not? It. it was cold. It's going to be know. cold in Kansas City and Buffalo. This is the this is where Goodell and th- that they don't have a site yet. That the owners haven't met yet. Yeah, they're meeting today. This at is some a point. bunch of nonsense. This should have been settled at least a day or two ago. This whole thing. This guy gets forty four million dollars to get. And uh, to be a leader, and he hasn't led. I mean, it's just unbelievable, this whole scenario. This is the first time, Carm, 
since 1935 that there's going to be teams that didn't play equal amount of games. And that was because right. of a snowstorm. Right. Yeah, and it was a lot different back in 1935 for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, everything it, well, was and apparently. It, and it has cost the Baltimore Ravens a shot They're at the screwed. division. You know what's crazy? If the Ravens beat the Bengals this That's weekend. Right. They get screwed. <laughs> they go to a coin flip to determine who will have home field, even though they lost the division. But they would have swept the Bengals. So in fairness, I guess they're going to potentially go to a coin toss if they were to meet in wild card weekend. If Cincinnati it's wanted crazy. to play that game last week and finish it, if they wanted to, they couldn't. They would have taken a beating. And, and Buffalo, I, I respect their decision, okay? I respect their decision. But I heard Rob Nikovich say football players are built to move on. No, you quit. You could have played the next night, maybe. Maybe Goodell could have gotten everybody together and explained to them the ramifications. Because now there are consequences. How about betters? How about the over and unders? How about situations like that? I mean, I, once again, I'm not insensitive. I'm, I'm a businessman, though. And the NFL is all about business at the end of the day. The kid's fine. Now, not fine, but I mean, he's well, he is be doing. Right. He is trending in a great direction. Absolutely, the, the news and I couldn't be fabulous. Yeah. Now, what do you do? You screw Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, Buffalo's the team that's reaping the benefits off this. But they wouldn't have home field. Listen, they, they that's a pretty awesome home field advantage too if they get to host an AFC title game in uh, Orchard Park, and that p- potentially won't happen. Well, either. that's why I'm thinking Lambeau. Mm, that'd be Soldier interesting. Field, but at the well. Well, that's too small. Boy, that uh, would be something. You might get me to go to Soldier Field. I I, I hate you. Soldier Field. And if you were to tell me that the that the Bills and the Chiefs were going to play in the AFC title game at Soldier Field, I think I might go to that. There's no I... doubt about it. It would be a ratings <laughs> bonanza. Why can't it, the, the skills? This guy Kaufman, he said nobody's giving them a straight answer why they can't play the game in Week 19. Nobody. Week 19 meaning what? Meaning meaning but this the skills competition. Or the next week. Uh, oh, so you're talking about during you can put, the what he's saying the, is during push, the break. Push everything back. Push a everything week. back a week. Why yeah, can't yeah. you do that? It's a week. I suppose they could. Yes. Uh, What's the deal? I don't know if they've been asked about that or what their response would be to that. Goodell is something else. He gets forty-four million, and everybody says, "Oh, look at the TV contract." You and I could negotiate the TV contract. <laughs> I like to think it, that we could. Oh, oh, come on! We got the top ten shows. Give us uh, fifty. Fifty trillion dollars. Okay? How hard could it be? I How mean, hard can it be? You got everything in front of you. Plus, you got accountants, and you got your own people with you. It's this, uh, is, this has been uh, 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 fortunately for him, for for the for for the football player and his family. We're so happy. Let me tell you what I would have done. I would have tried to get everybody together, both teams, and said, "Listen." Or, or in the old days, here's what they did, Carm. Tell me if this would have been a problem. You finish the game. You win the game. You go to the hospital, you present them the game ball, and you hug them with the family. And you got the game. But see, the, the, I guess the stunning development where cops are killed every day, all of a sudden a football player collapsing on a field puts uh, the whole country in shock. Well, I'm sorry, I, I, I do think finishing the, I think finishing the game that night would have been tough. It would have been tough. I thought they would have reconvened maybe Wednesday. The problem was he still wasn't, I, I guess, wasn't out of the woods yet. Uh, it, it is so much but he better wasn't, now. Yeah, exactly. I understand. But yeah. they, they needed this here. I'll give you a perfect example. I remember when they built Marina City. 13 guys died. Mm. Okay? They kept working. 
I mean, there, there's no day. There, 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 you take a couple days off. I, I mean, my grandfather came from Italy. He fought in World War One. He, he, he also took a ship here for three months, and there were no counselors or comfort dogs waiting for him. He had to raise a family and put together a family. So, I mean, I'm just telling you, it's a different mentality now. I understand that. But now there's ramifications that's going to screw the Ravens and the Cincinnati. Cincinnati, maybe? Oh, could be any one of them, yeah. Any so, one of them. Well, the Ravens are already sort of screwed. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, and, it's, and like you said, for the better. What do you hey, say if you're Harbaugh today? Uh, I, I wonder how they play this game. I wonder if they were thinking of trying to get Lamar Jackson into that game, if that has changed their uh, mentality. Not play again. I don't know. I mean, Greg Roman was really sort of um, wishy-washy on, like, could he be back for a play? Now that they are locked into the playoffs. The Ravens are in the playoffs regardless of outcome. If they win it, and, and they were to be seated, uh, they were to be um, pitted against Cincinnati in wildcard weekend, if that scenario plays out, that's what I mentioned, uh, then it goes to a coin toss because the only reason the Bengals are being awarded the division is because they are, regardless of outcome, going to have a better winning percentage based on the fact that they're going to play one fewer game than the Ravens. Uh, it's, the, 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 it, the whole thing's wild. If, if it's bo- disorganized. They don't have an answer. They don't have answers yet. You've been sitting around. You got forty-four million bucks oh. your way. This is what you're supposed to do. But he can't, and the owners control him, and the owners are taking their time on this. I think that it's a a, a sad situation, but a glad situation as far as the young man's concerned. So here, I'm glad he's going to be hopefully completely okay. But I hear he's still breathing on the fence. Uh, they took they took the tube out this morning. Oh, good. Yes, good. they did. They took the Thank tube out God. this morning. The first thing he said, well, he didn't say it. He wrote it because he. Was, did we uh, win the game? Yes, I love He's that. He's probably mad they didn't he said, play did for him. He said, did we win the game? It's amazing. Amazing. Right. Because I think, here's another deal. I think Buffalo was going to lose that game. Cincinnati was winning 7-3, to three, and they were already on the other side of the, of the 50-yard line. They were nearing, I think they were just nearing midfield, actually. That's yeah, I think right. they were on the march and again. And they were yeah. driving again. Yeah. Now, so, so this whole thing has been uh, a debacle after the... Uh, uh, situation with the young man, who, by the way, the trainers, everybody. Unbelievable, else. the I trainers. I remember Chuck Hughes. Yes. Oh, Buck God. Just was yeah. standing right yeah. over him. Yeah. Me and my, my, my uh, buddies are watching the game on TV. There's a guy dead on the field, yeah. and the trainers took about 10 minutes to get out there. Think about today what the kind of medical attention and the care. Great and job. You, the, the tra- I, I, Amen to that. I mean, they saved that young man's life, and they're going to give him a quality of life, which is amazing. Right. The, how quickly they responded and, and reacted to it And they got on the GoFundMe. They're going to make – they got $7 million for his charity. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's going to help pay for things and stuff like that. I know the Buffalo Bills. Hey, look, we're all happy. What I'm here and paid to do is worry about the situation as they move on. And uh, nobody told anybody the ramifications. Everybody just decided, let's quit and go home without any discussion. So here are some of the scenarios. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie Uh this weekend, a Bills-Chiefs championship game is going to be at a neutral site like we talked about. What a sad thing, man. If Buffalo and Kansas City both lose and Baltimore wins or ties, Bills Chiefs championship game again would be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City lose and Cincinnati wins, a Bills or Bengals versus Chiefs championship game will be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win, the Chiefs will get the bye. If Buffalo wins and Kansas City loses, the Bills will be the number one seed and get the bye, and no neutral site games will come into play. 1960, I'm telling you. 1970, I'll give you. 
if you don't play, you forfeit. They would have told Buffalo. That. Probably back then. Oh, they they played November twenty third, nineteen sixty three. The Bears against Pittsburgh. The day after Kennedy got his head. Boy, they on. really did play that day. They played wow. the very. They played Sunday. Wow. They didn't even call the games off, and the president of the United States, his head mm. was in his wife's lap. Mm. I don't think I knew that. I don't really. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I've ever that they Mike actually Dicka played that had weekend. a huge day. Broke about six, seven tackles. We've lost, and, and he said, you know, and Paul Horning had a great day. Uh, uh, not Paul Horning. Sayers, uh, 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 the Bears had a great day. They beat Pittsburgh, and you know, never made the headlines. And the NFL took a lot of criticism for that. Hmm. All right, when we come back, Luke Pergandy will join us. Uh, he's going to give us uh, the lowdown on some of the stuff happening yep. uh, at Prop Swap and on the app, and of course, you got the national championship game coming up here on Monday night, and. You know, uh, here's a TCU team that was 200 to one folks, six that? months ago playing for the national championship. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Wow, if you've got one of those tickets. Uh, so we'll talk to Luke coming up, and then uh, we're going to dive into some of the NFL games. It's tough handicapping a lot of these oh. games in Week 18. There's one, only one true winner take all game. Um, that's another thing I want to give the NFL. I, I, I don't know what they did with the schedule for Sunday night. I don't understand why Jags-Titans is not Sunday night is beyond me. I got one better for you. If they stay at 16, this isn't a problem. They can play the game between Cincinnati and Buffalo. Well, that's true. But I, I, I but don't understand. Is, how- and they're going to play 18 in a couple of years, and they're going to talk all about safety again. Oh, please, yeah. I know. know. Yeah, I, I've got an issue with the way they scheduled the Saturday night game Absolutely. and the Sunday night game. So, uh, Because I think they made a mistake. So we'll talk about those uh, scenarios and stuff like that and handicap some of the games. And we will give you a, a, a big breakdown of the national championship game on Monday. So uh, don't go anywhere. We're coming right back inside the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app. You're listening to the Odds Couple. With Carmen DeFalco and Mike North On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. And uh, normally we get our buddy Luke Pergandy right here, but something just came up for Luke. He's got to attend uh, to a little business, so he's not going to join yep. us this week. But he'll be back with us next week, of course. It was funny. I saw Luke and Ian, Ian Epstein, the two uh, great founding members of uh, Prop Swap and the Prop Swap app. I saw on their Twitter timeline, uh, Luke was just talking about what a crazy 2022 it was, Mike, with all like the close call long shots. You know, you think about the Bengals. Uh, back at the start of 2022 in the Super Bowl uh, as, a, you know, whatever they were, 150 to one long shot to make it there. And you think about uh, the Celtics. At, in Last January, the Boston Celtics were like three games below 500. They end up making the NBA Finals. Uh, you look at TCU, you look at the Phillies. We cashed our Phillies ticket, uh, thankfully, because of prop swap without the Phillies needing to win the World Series, but they made the run there. And now you look at TCU, 200 to one. Todd Furman told us, Yesterday, that in some shops in August, they were 500 to 1 mm-hmm. to win the national championship, Mike. And now here we are, Monday night, SoFi Stadium, TCU against Georgia. Georgia's laying 12 and a half. 12 and a half. I think Georgia massacres them. I do. I just can't see it. Now, that being said, 12 and a half. <laughs> and how many times have we thought that TCU was going to lose? I just don't want to fade TCU anymore, Mike. Right. I, I can't do The it. one time we won't fade them, it could be that Georgia, because, you know, Georgia isn't, uh, they got off to a, a rugged start, but you can't deny how great a team they are. Oh, the good. Ohio yeah. State game, uh, they should have won that game, I thought, you know? 
Um, Stetson Bennett, man. Like, he looked lousy for three quarters, yes, and then when it mattered most, all, the guy now improves to 28 and 3 as a starter uh, in his college career. 28 yeah. and 3, Mike. And in the fourth quarter, he was money when they needed him to be. I mean, TCU is such a great story. There's no great doubt story. about it. And I, you know, I didn't, I don't know anything about it, but we talked about this last week. If you follow, if you're an alumnus, if you follow TCU, if you see, and how about the coach, uh, Spike Dykes in his first Sonny year? D- Sonny Dykes, yeah. Amazing. Sonny Dykes. Amazing. In his first year. So that's what the portal can do for you. Yes. You know, and that's a mess now. There's a thousand guys. There's no more accountability. If I don't get to start for you, I'll go somewhere else. I understand all that. Uh, There's nobody that's going to stick it out. Although uh, there was somebody in the Final Four, they said that, or in the bowl game, that stayed for four or five years at the same program and finally got to start and did a good job. I forget who it was. You know, but that won't happen anymore. That doesn't seem like it. I mean, look at what happened with the kid from Bo Nix. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, at this point, you're right. That transfer portal, a transfer oh, portal, has changed everything. It's changed everything, and, and and you know what? I don't have anything against it, but you won't be able to predict how teams are going to do anymore. And by the way, now there's parity. Now there's going to be More the 12-team so. playoff yeah. is perfect because yeah. you're seeing teams like Tulane beat. Oh, USC. how about that game? Oh, I loved it. Wow. And I I got to tell you something. Uh, college sports, I mean, it's so huge. And I'm seeing where Butch Beard was let go for uh, domestic issues. Yes. I just want everybody to say that, you know what, there are some hypocrites in college football, and it's the University of Texas. Check Steve Sarkeesian's rap sheet out mm. and how he got hired at Texas. Okay? Since they're people of high, such high standards, check out what happened when he's coached a couple other places. You know what? Mm. If you're going to go by standards, he should have never been hired. Okay? As far as Butch Beard's concerned, you do something like that, you, I Stop have no problem with them doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, I, I'm kind of with Mike here on this. Like, I, I'm afraid to step in front of them, and, I, and I'm afraid to fade TCU. I don't think I'm going to play this well, what game. What happens if it's 30 to 10, you know, with five minutes left? You're saying to yourself, why didn't we do this yet? Uh, they could score a touchdown, go for two and cover. I think TCU's going to want to speed it up like Absolutely. they've done all year. You know, I think that's their one best bet to maybe stay in this game, see if they can speed it up, play it fast. Um, I mean, all of a sudden, Georgia's defense has surrendered 71 points in the last two I'm games, with you. you know? I'm with you. I probably won't do anything. I, just, uh, it's, it's, I, I mean, want to give somebody something. I tell you what, the Horn Frogs have been a cash machine, though, folks. If you've bet them 10, 3 and 1 against the spread, 3 and 1 straight up against the number as an underdog. What's the money line, it's Incredible. Money line money right line? now is it's going to be hefty. Let me look. Hold on. Yeah. I will get you the very latest. To win 100, what do you got to uh, you know, put plus down? Plus 365 for TCU, minus about 500 on Georgia right now. Uh, you put. You put it's a little you, too. I you can't put 100 do down on the money line for Georgia, and you bet TCU. On the other end with the 12 and a half, you know, but what's the sense? You know, they maybe they both cover. I tell you. It, it, maybe Georgia wins by five. Yeah. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. was having a game before the wow. concussion, and you wonder if, you know, can You're Quentin right. Johnston affect and impact the game? Of course it did. The same way for TCU, and can they keep this thing close? I would love to see it just be a track meet up and down. I mean, like, maybe we get a nice 35-31 game, it goes over, and we get some sort of Let sensational me ask you finish. Something. You're, you're a guy that likes a lot of scoring. I do. I, do. I hear they had two great games. See, I'm a guy that likes balance. Oh, I did love I think games. their defenses are horrible. I, I, they were horrible, like you said, the last two weeks. Georgia and 
I mean, the, the scores of these games is, is crazy. But until you see. Georgia's played in a 50 to 30 game and a 42 to 41 game, right? I mean, until you see. Back in the day, this was great. I didn't even notice this until recently. When a team got a first down, they, that clock didn't start almost until they snapped it the second time. Now when the team gets a first down, it stops for two seconds and it starts running. Because they're all running so fast. They're running. Exactly. <laughs> they got to put it back. So I, I think I'm with you. I would probably take Georgia, but I'm probably going to watch the game. Yeah, and a few uh, sharp betters that I've talked to, and, and Todd Furman being one of them, and he oh, said on our show yesterday, they, great. a lot of them feel like this is a lay it or don't play it scenario. I here, agree. Especially as the lines come down a little bit. But, man, I just tell you that TCU's been such a cash cow all year. I'm afraid to step in front of them. But sit back and enjoy maybe what is just a, a thrilling, exciting finish. And if Georgia goes back-to-back, you know, nobody in the, the new expanded playoff era has gone back-to-back. And no. what an incredible story it'd be for, for Kirby Saban Smart lost for Georgia. three times? In the, in, the, in the finals. In the finals? Yes. I believe you're right. Is he like... They, he's had the top team every year, and he's lost three times, and yet everybody says he's the best coach in football. But he's won three of them, too, hasn't he? I'm trying yeah, to think now. Yeah, but if I'd you go to... three and three, okay, and you got Alabama, there's been some upsets, let's face it. Boy, did they put it to K-State. Did they look good oh. offensively or what, Mike? Jeez. Manhattan was dour. Holy cow. Manhattan closed early. Oh, my God. My, they got a beat down. I mean, look, they're... They're a great program. Amazing. I'm not taking anything against them. But Auburn beat them one year yeah. uh, when everybody thought that uh, Alabama was going to walk away. They've had Clemson some got them one year, didn't right. Clemson beat Georgia. Good I'm trying to remember. Beat them. Yeah. Yeah, well, it should be fun. Hopefully it's a good game. TCU's just been a fun story all year, and Georgia, I think, is a pretty balanced and incredible team. I think a little bit deeper, probably a little bit better on that D-line. And if Jalen Carter has a big game, I didn't think he had a great game against Ohio State, but if he has a good game, that could be the difference for Georgia, and they could rip off back-to-back. So we'll see on Monday night. When we come back, uh, we got to get after some more of the Week 18 action oh, yeah. here in the NFL. Some tough handicapping. Mike and I will do our best. we got some games to talk about. Um, including a game that is going to be meaningful to kick it all off on Saturday uh, afternoon, and that is going to be Mahomes and the Chiefs. So we'll talk about that coming up next. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting warmed up. More to do. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. Every week here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000, you get Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Follow Mike on Twitter at North to North. I'm simply at Carmen DeFalco. Uh, you can hit us up there. We got a lot of games here to talk about in week 18. Some tough handicapping because you do wonder about the motivation for certain teams. But the first game of the weekend on Saturday, and yes, folks, there are two Saturday games, and then the full slate on Sunday. The first game, Chiefs and Raiders, where the Chiefs hit the highway playing in Vegas is about a nine, nine and a half point favorite. The total has bounced all over the place from 51 all the way out to 53. Last night it was back down to like 51 and a half. Right now, as we tape the show Friday morning, uh, late morning, early afternoon, I'm looking at 52 and a half. I kind of like the over in this game um, because I think they are going to go up and down the field on one another, but there is a lot to play for uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs as we discussed, Mike, even though it gets goofy with the scenarios because of the canceled game. Casey is still hoping for a number one seed and that is alive and well for them if they take care of business Mahomes has dominated this rivalry he's eight and one straight up against the Raiders 26 touchdowns to three 
interceptions, the 26 touchdown passes, the most against any single opponent for Patrick Mahomes. He's done very well. Um, I got to say, the Raiders' uh, offense looked good with Jarrett Stidham under center against an outstanding 49ers defense last week. Yeah, look off forward to Derek Carr playing for the Colts next year, probably. Yeah. Somebody else. This kid looked good. They blew a lot of leads this year. I mean, Kansas City's on a mission. I don't think it's going to matter. I think, Patrick, the worst thing that could happen if you're the Buffalo Bills is if eventually they play each other and it is played indoors. Mm. That's just my opinion. I love Josh Allen, but, uh, you know, you got Mahomes on a dry track. You'd rather get him on a wet, slippery track, stuff like that. I think Kansas City wins this game. I don't know if you want to go money line or you want to take the minus nine. I mean, there's a reason. Las Vegas looked good last week, yet they're nine-point dogs against a team. Now, you'll say, well, the team needs Well, the team could win by seven. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come out there, put on a show, and I think that they're going uh, to, to to win this game by at least ten to fourteen points. Uh, he's re- he's done that uh, pretty re- uh, historically yep. and religiously here against yeah. the Raiders. He's just really dominated them. them. Even if it showed, I should. There's certain games I I won't I won't budge on. This yeah. kid is so scary to bet against. I've been through Marino. I've been through Montana. I've said this before. I've been through them all. Unitas as a kid. I had heart attack after heart. I'm 15. I'm having a stroke. This guy here, Mahomes, does the same thing. He is now here. Let me get the updated odds, Mike. Hold the on. guy passes he, underhand. It's a sidearm yeah, underhand. Spiral sidearm. It, it's crazy. He is now a. I just want to give everybody. He's about a twelve dollar favorite. I yeah. think. Yeah, he is. It's uh, about a twelve dollar favorite to win MVP. Burrow's going to have one less game. I don't know that it would have mattered anyway. Maybe if he really showed out on Monday night, but. Burrow's your second choice at eight to one. Hurts because he got injured has fallen down to fourteen to one. So what I'm telling you is at minus twelve hundred, Patrick Mahomes is going to win the NFL MVP yep. award for the second time. He is going to become the first and only player, Mike, in NFL history to win two MVP awards and a Super Bowl MVP in his twenties. That's Patrick Mahomes. Unbelievable. Yeah, right. that's I mean, that's just pedigree. That's yeah. one of a kind. Yes. You know, people that are trying to copy him by drafting running quarterbacks and stuff like that. It, it's it's not going to work. It's just like trying to find a three-point shooter that can shoot with Curry. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? There yeah, isn't good one. luck, right? There isn't one. <laughs> no and, you know, I know. Look, we got high hopes uh, for, for, for our guy and Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's hurt. I mean, running quarterbacks get hurt. He's still more of a pocket passer guy to me or a passer that passes behind the line. He doesn't run as much as he used to, Mahomes. Mm-mm. But he can still hurt you with his legs by yeah. just scrambling back. Yep. There. Yeah, he's just amazing. Yeah. All right, the second game on Saturday, and this is where I think the league really screwed up. They screwed up. This should have been Green Bay and Detroit. Uh, instead, they put that game Sunday night, and it's not a winner-take-all scenario if Seattle wins at home earlier in the day. That's why it's so weird. Uh, unless I'm mistaken, and some of this could be a little screwy now, again, with all the craziness that's going on with the decision uh, to not complete the week 17 game between the Bills and the Bengals. Um, I was trying to find some info, and I don't think the circumstances have changed for Titans-Jags. This is a winner-take-all scenario. The Jags could actually clinch the division with a tie here, but winner of this game— Haven't they lost like six in a row? Uh, the Titans have lost oh, six in a row. Yes, the Titans have. You're correct. They were 7-3. and three. They're riding the six-game losing streak. But if they win, they win the division. Um, this uh, and is, Derrick Henry's been fumbling two times a week for three weeks. So they so they've given him two full weeks. He he's had to prepare. He did not play uh, in the Dallas game. Uh-huh. Uh, the last game in which uh, they faced each other here, the Titans and the Jags, with the Jags won. 
He had a good game statistically, Mike, but he had two costly. Well, I should say one costly fumble because he yeah, he fumbled twice, but he lost yeah. one of them, and one of them was costly because it was down near the goal line. Um, the league is really screwed Jacksonville here. They're Big making time. a plan a short week, albeit they're at home. The Titans played the early game in Week 17. I think they've really screwed the Jags here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jags have gone. Six and two straight up in their last eight games. Over that span, Trevor Lawrence has completed 70% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, two INTs. He's third in completion percentage over expectation since week nine in the NFL, and he's eighth in adjusted EPA per play. By almost any measure since week nine, Trevor Lawrence has played like a top-ten quarterback. Do the Jags get it done at home and win the division this weekend? I'll tell you what, the six and a half with Tennessee is tempting. It is tempting. I agree with you. I mean, could Derek uh, just hang on to the ball if you're him? Uh, we know now without Tannehill, I mean, people like to take shots at him. How's that been? You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, they were at one time, I think, what, six they, and They three? were seven and three, Mike. Yeah, seven and three. And now They've they lost six in a row. How would you like to have the total on them? I don't even know what it is. And, they, and they can't score. No. I mean, you got to have the double threat, and Henry has not come through for him at certain points, but uh, I would lean Tennessee. I mean, Vrabel's been so good. We've talked about it a lot in these situations. The Titans are 16-8 and against the number when they get more than three points under Mike Vrabel. And Jacksonville isn't a cinch to win every week. They're not one not of those at all. teams. I mean, I like the they direction they trended, forth, but I'm, they yes, not, they're not, not, not at all a cinch to win every God, week. God, are we having a great show? I can feel the rhythm. Can't you? Tell I me? love it. <laughs> Maybe the league did this because they wanted Aaron Rodgers in that last game. I don't know. They didn't want Josh Dobbs, who's starting for the Titans, playing yeah. in that last game. But I think they did a disservice to everybody, to viewers. I think they did a disservice to the Jags. I'm sort of with you, if anything, especially if this thing were to get to a touchdown, and I don't think it will. Um, I-, I think it's kind of tempting to look at the Titans maybe getting a touchdown. Maybe if you want to buy that half point, if you're listening now and the line doesn't come down anymore, if you want to buy a half point and, say, get uh, Titans at – Plus seven, minus a uh, dollar twenty. Okay, I-, I do think maybe there's a little value there in Tennessee, but uh, should be interesting. Should be good. They rested a lot of their guys to prepare for this last week, and they have extra time. And you give Vrabel a little extra time with all that's on the line. Maybe they somehow find a way to make this one. You know what? I can't believe now. Can I talk about my boys, the Bears? Yeah, I can't believe Justin Fields are not letting them know. I I, I think if they had a shot to make the playoffs, he's playing tomorrow. Oh, I for sure. I mean, I don't understand when he's got a shot to make the Hall of Fame. Really, as far as a leading rusher of all time, they take your cleats, they they take your jersey, mm. they hang it up in the Hall of Fame. That they're shutting him down now, 36 yards short? I mean, he busted his ass all year. Okay, I don't think the Bears will ever be that much with him at quarterback. I'm just being honest as far as the passing situations. But wait a minute. If he does become that, he'll look back to this year and the beating he took. And don't you reward him by letting him play? I mean, really. I mean, Brady's playing, and he doesn't have to. And Fields isn't, and he hasn't won since Patton was a corporal. (laughs) So I don't get it. I don't I, get it. I think you play. Doesn't he want it? I don't know. He might not. He might. He. I think he's beat well, half to hell. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure he's beat up. I'm sure he's beat up. But I cannot believe that the Bears, unless they're not, unless they're ashamed of this record, because it's guys like Bobby Douglas. He's already, you know, that have records like this that never panned out. You know, yeah. I just don't understand it. Maybe a running. I think they're record. afraid of getting him killed behind that they line. Oh, I think on, I think they'd on. like 
I think they'd like the number one pick. I think it's in play. I think I, I think the Colts. But what are Col- you going to take? Who would you take? We got. We need nine. nine My trade, maybe a trade down. I that mean, would be good. You, you know, you, people fight for C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. You oh, hope no. that happens, and you trade down, and uh, you know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. That that might. I be think the that's way to why go. it's kind of in play. But yeah. I mean, the fact that you're worried about his well-being in the last game when he's got a chance to break a record, yeah. I think a lot of people, I mean, it would have been a, something, a cherry or something on the Sunday. Mm. This is sort of like when they traded Rokon Smith and, and Quinn. You know, let's let's just, okay. Trying let's to be jump. bad. Yeah. Well, they listen to social media and they listen to the media, too, because I thought Eberflus said this kid needed a win. And all of a sudden, he yeah. Doesn't. And all of a sudden, he doesn't. All of a sudden, when you could have the number one pick, uh, maybe you don't. All of a sudden, absolutely. I, huh. But uh, how much of a difference is there going to be between one and two? And let me say, let me say this again, folks. The Bears are on so much money under the cap. They are. And they got a great pick, which in my history with the Bears since I was born. <laughs> never... I remember the doctor telling me. I came out of my mother. He goes, look, don't worry about where the Bears are picking. <laughs> that was it. I mean, it doesn't matter. They but they always screw something up. Let's hope they don't screw it up yeah. this time. Uh, yeah. How about our how about our guy, Mike Tomlin? Mike, the, the Pittsburgh yep. was 2-6, and six, Mike, when it reached yeah. the bye, right? And how many times do we say, boy, they look, they look like the worst team in the league? They were 28th in overall. DVOA after eight weeks when they hit the bye. Since the Steelers have gone six and two, they're seventh in overall DVOA. TJ Watt looks like he's finally getting healthy. Uh, they've got a chance here to make the playoffs. Now they need something. they need a lot of help. But can you imagine after well, all I that they might make this. the playoffs? I will say this on behalf of Pickett. Uh they're only scoring like 16 points a game. Their running game has turned down. Yeah, now she's been good. Better. Yeah. It's no doubt about it. Yep. But he made a pass last week that he had to make, and he hit it. I give him all the credit in the world. And I'll also say this about Mitch Trubisky. He won two games, and he brought him back from another game from behind. Uh, you know so the... he's got a hand. If he don't win those two games and that come from behind, and this is where you – a second-string quarterback comes in handy. Sure. They're not in the playoffs. Well, yeah, Mitch will be uh, – the, the, I'll give and I give Mitch a lot of grief, but I'll tell you, the, the thing that – and this is like so Mitch, and I don't mean to bag on the guy. Right. I, Mitch I, actually, I, in, the first, him up. in the first meeting against Baltimore, Mitch came in and actually did a lot of good things, yeah. but he threw those three picks and it was like, oh, my God, and that sunk them in but that you know game. But he did a lot game? of good things in that game. The big game for him was to come from behind victory. He went 9 for 12, Pickett went in with a concussion. He don't win that game. They don't have a shot. So yeah. you know what? I don't. I, I, the Steelers I look, are a marvel, Mike. I mean, they, they are. And Tomlin, he's just I'm, a marvel. But you know what? I got to pick on this game. Mm. All right, we look forward to that during yep. best plays. We're going to give you some best plays a little bit later on. Jim Miller's got ponies coming up next. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're coming right back. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN One Thousand. Entering the home stretch on this edition of the Odds Couple, and we're going to give you best plays in a little bit. But first things first, you've been waiting for it. All he does is give out winners, and he's back in 2023. The expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, we got another win last week at Gulfstream Park. City man sliding through on the rail to win on the turf. It was a pretty good return, almost nine bucks for the return for the winner too, which was re- which was just really nice to see. And now we're already hitting the time of the year, guys, where it's crazy. It's the first week of January. You're already starting to see three-year-old stake races, so you have to start to keep an eye on some of these horses. 
see who emerges with really big races and then kind of see what happens leading all the way up to the Derby. When's the first of the big Derby prep races? When does that wave start, Jim? You know what? The first of the der- big Derby preps are really actually going to start like that first week of February with okay. the Southwest down at Oakland Park. And Oakland is just such massive purses that what has happened is they have three prep races leading up to the Arkansas Derby, but all these preps now accrue points leading into the Kentucky Derby. So that's where you really start your focus. But even now, like the Jerome is taking place this weekend at Aqueduct, and it's a mile race for three-year-olds. And because of that, you're going to start to see which horses can stretch out, who can really handle the distance, and who is just kind of going to emerge clear, I guess, as those early derby favorites. You know, I want to talk about projection of horses, like in the second year, Jimmy, because like with football players coming out of college or baseball players, rookies, this guy, this Ken Griffey Jr. is going to be a stud. Do you know, like maybe with Secretariat back in the day, although I don't know what he was doing as a two-year-old, do you know, even though they're not three-year-olds yet, that there are certain horses that you better watch out for? And that, you know, yeah, you know a little bit, Mike, and it's all because of just how much money has gone into the breeding end of things. And okay. really, what's happening is you're seeing a lot of these horses that were really good triple crown trail horses that are retired either after their three year old season or early in their four year old season mm-hmm. because they can make so much money in the breeding shed. So, really, once they've proven that they can handle that mile and a quarter distance, that they're a two turn type of horse that has that stamina. That's where the focus starts to go. So you're starting to see some of these horses. We've seen a lot of babies from American Pharaoh that have popped up. We right. saw for so many years the lineage of Secretariat, not only the sons of Secretariat, the grandsons, and then the grandsons of grandsons all race really well. So that's really what you watch for early on. Now once you get into the prep races, then you really start to see, okay, who can truly handle the distance and who runs to the breeding? Do they recognize American Pharaoh, these horses? Do they ever see him again? I mean, they had, they do the stud, but, I mean, is he a good father? Was he? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean not, do, do they have a family reunion? What happened? They're not going to see him again, and he's moving on to his next woman, That's too. it, yeah. He, gets he sounds like uh, Move the drill. Mind. Move the yeah. drill. That's it. What a life. My dad it's... didn't come home for three days once. <laughs> My God. Jimmy, where are we going to uh, wager this weekend, buddy? Uh, All over the country today. We are going to start at Aqueduct with the Jerome. This is race eight on Saturday. It's a one-mile race for three-year-olds. Bet the one horse, Neural Network, across the board, who benefits from pace to chase. Then go to Turfway Park, race six. This is the preview stakes. Bet the number two, Retained, across the board. This is another one of those three-year-old races. And then at Oakland Park, a race number nine. Bet the three, lovely ride across the board, a horse that should dictate the pace. All right, so three different tracks, three horses. Uh, we're going to bet them all across the board at Aqueduct, the eighth race, the one horse, at Turfway, the sixth, uh, the sixth race, the two horse, and then at Oakland, race nine, the three horse. Is that right, Jimmy? That's right, boys. Make money for week 18 of the NFL. Sounds good, pal. We'll talk to you next week, Jim. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! He's our guy. Like he said, another $9 winner last week. The guy's a machine, so uh, we'll continue to make money with Jim Miller in 2023. Um, all right, so I, I heard you were watching NBA, by the way, last night. Oh, my God. So I'm watching the NBA. Uh, you know, I'm really high on the Celtics right now. I, I, and, and, you know, I will admit that I didn't think Tatum would be a, you know, an MVP top guy. A candidate, right? He's in there. He's in there. He is starting to, like, churn. Last night he was great. But I'm watching the game and BB goes, 
Who's the guy? Who's the heavy set guy? <laughs> the heavy set. You know, I, I go, you mean the guy that looks like an electrician? Yeah, she goes, he's got, you got more muscle tone, which isn't good. She goes, in your arms. It was Luca. Yeah. And last night, he looked about, look, look, first of all, he loves to drink beer. Yes, okay? he does, yes. And it shows. I know it because I've been there, mm-hmm. okay? As much as you work out. The man someday will be 300 pounds, 350 pounds. There's no doubt. He's got he's got a double chin already, but he's so phenomenal. He's Same so with, as you were saying with the Joker. The Joker. These guys don't look like an, uh, NBA crazy. players, and they're so damn good. But BB goes, I go, he's one of the best players in the game. He's the MVP favorite right now. I go, he's like a Larry Bird type. Larry yeah. Bird, of all guys, mm-hmm. you'd see him walk down the street. He was Woody Harrelson. I mean, it, and basically, white men can't jump. It's incredible. It is. Bulls play Sixers tonight, by the way. Uh, their kryptonite won't be on the floor. No Embiid for the second straight game. You know, the Bulls have never oh, I thought beaten. you were talking about Levine. No. no. <laughs> My God, I That's cannot. Good. I, you know good. what? The odds never changed once they signed him. Oh, and man. now he's moaning. Yeah, well, I'm reading my guy KC. The, the amazing thing is they flipped the script on where they were a year ago. They couldn't beat a good team. Now they're beating good teams. At least they're six and one against the East top three teams: Celtics, Bucks, and Nets. After winning the other night, but no, don't confuse activity with confidence. That's true. They're zero and twelve all time. You realize that against Embiid, but he's not going to play tonight. He's going to miss his second straight game with a foot injury. Um, if you like the Bulls, I'll just say tread lightly. They are about a four and a half point underdog, but the Sixers have ripped off eleven straight home wins, and in that span, they're nine. And two against the numbers, so so we got uh, the Sixers are playing great, and then we got Claypool wanting to wipe out the whole bench because oh my god, of all guys, spend more time not uh, well, wait, of all guys talking about that, right? Oh my god, produce. I know. Come on, all right, Mikey. What do we like for uh, best wagering opportunities for everyone this weekend? I'm taking the Bears plus seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay, I'm hoping they win. Then they'll cut the kid oh, right afterwards, being a bit for me for winning and screwing up the draft pick. <laughs> exactly. He'll be gone. Please you know where you'll see him? He'll be bundled up in a plane and dropped into Lake Michigan oh my if God. he does that. He uh, might be. But but I like the Bears. I do. Seven and a half. Minnesota's already what? Locked in, really? Uh, pretty much. They don't yeah. have much to play for. They're down to a third string center. They're not going to play their starting right tackle. And everybody uh, else O'Neal. gets a day off except the guy that needs to work. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody else is working except right. the guy that needs to work, and that's Justin. Don't screw it up. Uh, I'm going to go to a game we didn't really talk about. We talked a lot about the Bills situation. I'll go Bills Patriots. Look, there are some scenarios that get the Patriots into the postseason, even with the loss here. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is a win-and-in scenario for Belichick and company. And, uh, you know, all that the emotional stress that the the Bills have had to deal with this week, Patriots getting seven, um, I'll take it. I know that the Bills have finally started to get the better of this rivalry since Tom Brady left. Josh Allen has done well here. Uh, Bills have flipped the script on the Pats the last couple years. They won five of the last six meetings, including last season's big playoff win. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go ahead and back uh, Pats getting the full touchdown. So as long as this thing stays north of six and a half, I'm in with the Patriots and all that's on the line for them and for Belichick. And I just think from a preparation standpoint, he's got a little bit of an advantage this week against the Bills team that has been uh, dealing with a lot emotionally. So I'll take uh, Patriots plus seven. He got a haircut. He's dressing better now, too, since he got into the record books, you know, as he continues to win as a head coach. Bill Belichick. He finally got a haircut. I love Wait, I mean, seriously, did you see him like three years ago? A disheveled mess. My, my God, you know, I got one for you. Go ahead. 
I watched last week. Well, I had a great week. It, it, this tells you the difference between picking on Sunday, picking on Thursday. Didn't do so well uh, picking the games on Thursday when we did the odds couple. I go three and two in the media pool, and I got to be honest. Next year, I'm focused on taking maybe Cleveland over, even though I can't stand Deshaun Watson. Mm. Looks like he's got his legs under him. It's a two-point spread. Pittsburgh needs the game. I'm taking Cleveland. I took them last week. Cleveland. And they, they got it done. Plus, I think they get it done again. Plus the two and a half. All right. Yep. And you know what? I, there is just not a love uh, a lot I love this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a, it, I think it's a tough weekend. I got a little bit of a lean, as I mentioned, towards the over in the Chiefs in the Raiders game. But I, I'm going to go. We talked about this game. We broke it down a little bit. And I'm going to go ahead and just I'll do it. Let's go. Let's go. Titans. I'd love to see this get to seven. It's not going to get there. If you want to buy, if you can get it like at a dollar twenty or a dollar twenty five, if you want to buy the hook, okay. But let's go. Titans plus the six and a half. Um, again, Vrabel's been really good in this spot, getting this many points. Anything over a field goal, sixteen and eight under Mike Vrabel uh, are the Titans. They, they're probably going to get Traylon Burks back in uh, for their offense. I think that helps tremendously. They gave. Derrick Henry, uh, two full weeks to rest up and prepare for this game. Josh Dobbs is a much better option at this point than Malik Willis. I'm sorry. He just is. Um, So what the hell? Let's do it. In a winner-take-all scenario, I'll back Vrabel here and say Titans plus the six and a half. Yeah, that's a great one, Carmen. I'll give people a couple leans that came close to making the show. Philadelphia minus 14. The Giants aren't playing anybody. They're not playing I for think anything bringing, at this point, right? No, I mean, they're bringing Phil Sims back, I think, <laughs> to, to play. And <laughs> they're going to bring him in. And then his uh, son will complain about being blasted <laughs> by ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Say hello to a member of the Lucky, Lucky Sperm Club, Club. Like, there you ladies go. and gentlemen. <laughs> and last but not least, San Francisco, too, minus 14. Okay. Arizona getting 14. I'm going to take Arizona on a lean. Philly and AZ on leans. I like it. Sounds yeah. good. A lot of double digit. One wins, one loses. Everybody enjoy uh, week 18 as best you can. Sometimes it could be tricky, but a few meaningful games, so enjoy that. More importantly, enjoy the national championship game on Monday night. Um, and when we're back next week, guess what? We're talking about NFL playoff games. That's what we're going to be handicapping. Fantastic. Thanks, as always, for listening. Thanks, Eric Ostrowski. It's nice to have Eric back. And, uh, Mikey, we're going to do it again next weekend. Until then, everybody, enjoy the week, and uh, good luck on your wagers, Mike. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.